welcome to Solo Quest, an actual play RPG podcast where I go on adventures alone, using modified rules for games like D&D and Blades in the Dark. My name is Ezure, they, them, and I am your host, DM, characters, monsters, NPCs, I do it all. <laughs> uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. This is, a uh, consider this like a prologue. Um, going to introduce you to my two characters, kind of explain a basic overview of the world that they are adventuring in, and then I will cover some of the basic rules that I'll be using and some of the ways that they differ from group play. Uh, So I hope you enjoy meeting Rain and Vanzir. Alright, so my first character is Rain Rook. Their pronouns are he, they, so you may hear me switch throughout the podcast. Uh, They are a half-orc rogue, uh, 25 years old, 6 foot 2. Their ideals are freedom, chains are meant to be broken, as are those who would forge them, which makes them a little bit chaotic, um, which goes along well with their rogue traits. Um, And their flaw is they have an insatiable desire for decadent pleasures. Uh, Rain is a little bit spoiled. Uh, They weren't always, but um, for reasons I'll get into later when I go over the differences between solo play and group play, I have two characters. And I decided in this campaign to make them (laughs) step-siblings. So... My second character is Venzir, and uh, her pronouns are she, her, and she is a gnome wizard who is three foot one. She is 24 years old. Her ideal is independence, that she has to prove that she can handle herself without her family's help um, because her family is, has always been noble, uh, so she's extra spoiled and her flaw is the same as um rains which is why they get along they like they like nice things they both (laughs) are are fancy and uh she she also is just like insatiable when it comes to reading and gathering knowledge and asking questions she was very i was gonna say was she still is very much a character that asks why 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 all the time um so the two of them are step siblings they have been since they were you know tweens whatever 11 and 12. um so they have a long history together that makes it easier for me to play um two characters at the same time while i'm also trying to record a podcast and dm my game Um, but it also makes it easier for them to have similar ties so that I don't have to remember so many extra NPCs and people that they know. Um, and of course I'm taking notes, you know, throughout my whole campaign, but it definitely helps when your characters have a history.
And that's kind of a perfect segue into why do I play two characters if it's so much harder? Um, and the simple answer is uh, actually from the Solo Adventures toolbox, which I will link to in the um, description, which is one of the resources that I use to shape the rules that I use. And one of the reasons that he suggests using two characters is one, it justifies uh, death saves <laughs> if your character dies and like or not dies but you know loses consciousness and needs to be revived it makes sense if you have another character there um, and another reason is I can carry twice as much stuff with two people <laughs> I can do twice as much stuff with uh, two people so it's having the resources having the skills having those proficiencies um, and if this all just sounds like nonsense to you, you've never played D&D, let alone solo D&D, um, don't worry, I will uh, get less technical <laughs> and get into some more action in future episodes. Um, but you'll, uh, you'll get the gist of it as we go along. And if you're someone who likes all the technical talk, please, please, please follow us on Facebook and Patreon because I would love to talk about this forever. <laughs> so reach out at uh, Solo Quest Podcast. For this first campaign, I wanted to... Um, play in the Feywilds, uh, mostly because I just really enjoy that campaign setting. Um, and I thought that it would be narratively more interesting as a podcast. So we will see if that is true. Um, but the Feywilds, if you don't know, is basically a parallel or echo plane, they call it to the material plane where fairies and um, archfey and small enchanted creatures and living trees and very strange magic and unpredictable magic um, occurs and has portals in and out of it to different places and sometimes they line up with the material plane and there's all there's so much content on the Feywilds you can absolutely find uh, more resources than you could possibly read about it. Um, on top of, you know, things that I will probably invariably make up as I go along. But that's the basic setting. These two, they live in the Feywilds. They, um, their parents are nobles. Uh, Fenzir's dead used to work for King Oberon, which you will hear about in episode one. Uh, so I won't spoil that any further. But as far as differences between solo play and group play, obviously the biggest one being that you have to DM yourself. You can do it a few different ways. Um, the way that I am doing it is actually DMing myself. I've DMed some games in the past and so 
I have a campaign and ideas and objectives that I want to meet, but I also have objectives and motivations for my characters. So they still might do the thing that every DM has experienced and go completely off the rails <laughs> and end up somewhere I did not plan for. So as much as I um, prep, part of prepping is just because I like to prep. Uh, it's not necessarily that it will come into play, but I have them if I need them, and at least uh, we know where we're starting. <laughs> so some of the differences between solo play and group play, besides the obvious that you have to do all of the work yourself, um, the rules are a little bit different. There's a lot more chance involved because I use um, what's called an oracle, which is basically a yes, maybe, no system. It's like a magic eight ball with modifiers. Uh, I use a d20, um, and because I'm a giant nerd, I have actually made a custom d20 that has one through six marked as no, and seven through 12 marked as maybe, and 13 through 20 marked as yes, and then um, I just change, I modify that, right, using modifiers, um, based on how likely or unlikely something is. So I can ask a closed-ended question about, you know, is the dragon home in the cave right now? And if that's really unlikely because it was spotted really far away, I can use a negative modifier to make a no answer more likely, uh, aka less likely that he's home. So that's one of the differences. Instead of asking the DM, and um, I still might make my characters do a perception check um, and use that as part of the modifier, um, whether they even get that information, whether the oracle quote-unquote even answers. Um, Another difference between solo and group play is I take way more notes as a player solo than I do in a group because when you're with other people, they remind you of stuff and they're taking notes on other things too. And so collectively you have this tapestry of information to draw on and way more resources, but you also have other people helping you tell the story, contributing to the narrative. So as much fun as I have role-playing solo, it is definitely different when you're role-playing with other people, um, even if you still know that your characters have different motivations. So for what it's worth, it is different. Um, I like both. I like playing in a group and I like solo play. Um, solo play is useful for a lot of reasons, not just because it's fun, but as a DM, I can try out things that I'm not sure will work in a campaign setting or that will even be um, useful. You know, it's like I it can spend an hour making a really cool magic item, but it doesn't really matter if none of my characters pick it up and use it. So <laughs> it's 
a testing ground. Um, it's just good fun. Um, it's also helped me as a writer, developing my characters, trying out their personality traits, tweaking them. Um, it has a lot of applications outside of just solo gaming. So uh, if you have made it this far, uh, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. And uh, our first episode, when our characters actually get to interact and roll some dice, uh, will be out shortly after this episode on May 5th. So look out for that. If you want to follow us on Patreon at Solo Quest Podcast or Facebook at Solo Quest Podcast, I would love to hear from you. I will link to some of the solo resources that I have found useful uh, in the description and on our Facebook page. I'm really excited to roll some dice and try not to die. It's not gaming alone if my cat's here, right?